surprise, we got another mini-sode on our hands. This mini-sode has been recorded and written in honor of a young man who is graduating high school this year. Brian, congratulations, my friend. Brian and I play D&D together, and one of his characters, the great Finn Blade, deserves a little recognition. So, here we go. She stood with her cutlass drawn, a relaxed smile on her face. Her posture was also relaxed, that stance that people who know the art of violence get when they are serious about fighting. Four men stood well without her range, and none of them had the relaxed stance displayed by this woman. They knew this would be a test. Even outnumbering her four to one, every man there knew they would not escape unscathed, if at all. To be fair, it wasn't their fault they were facing her. Their employer had hired them for an evening of guard duty, and as he paid well, there weren't many questions posed by the group of swords. How was their employer to know that she would be here, saber drawn, spoiling for a fight? How were the men to know that they had likely taken their last job? It really came down to this simple fact. Their employer had something that she wanted, and nothing that stood in her way would be an obstacle. Not for long, anyway. She looked around the four mercenaries, and a chuckle escaped her lips. In her mind, this was no contest. She had tested herself against some of the finest steel in the city and its outlying establishments. She hadn't found one who could match her with blade work. Oh, there had been close calls, to be sure. She had once lost her footing and taken a rather nasty slash across her shoulder. But it had healed fine, and she had technically not lost that fight. Her opponent had dropped from blood loss far before she had succumbed to her own scarlet streaming shoulder. And one time, while she was in the midst of a few drinks, she was quite literally unintelligible. She had been set upon by a truly huge assailant. He wasn't after her blood, however, and even being nearly blind drunk, she had checked his advances in the most brutal of fashions. This woman had grabbed the man's jaw with her thumb inside his mouth and pulled his head toward her own in a display of carnage that had caused her to be removed from that particular drinking establishment. She was not overly troubled by this turn of events, however, mostly because she remembered none of it. The four men began to circle her position, with nervous steps and wide eyes. None of them looked as though they would close first, but close they did, slowly, cautiously, The first man began his rush, just as the man opposite him tried for a silent approach, the quiet man's steps being drowned out by his rushing crony's war cry. He lifted his blade and charged her with it, held straight out toward her. He meant to make a quick end of her, running the woman through and hampering any of her future movements. The cutlass in her hands held point down, and at the last moment she began to dance just outside his blade. It skimmed past her belly and drove straight into the man approaching her from behind. For good measure, she slashed quickly at the rushing man's Achilles, and both him and his unfortunate ally fell to the ground, screaming and writhing in pain. While this was happening, the other two decided that there was greater strength in numbers, and also rushed her, learning from their comrade-at-arms mistakes. They moved in side by side, staggered a bit to make it harder to time their attacks. 
The vicious woman, however, had foiled their plans when she threw her cutlass at the man moving in more slowly. The blade sank a full foot into his chest, and he also went down screaming. The man closer to her went for an overhand attack, a good choice as she was wearing no armor and had no blade to defend against his overpowered attack. However, his movements did not go as he planned, and as she skipped aside from the great swishing blade and struck a blow to his wrist, knocking the sword from his grasp, she followed up, throwing a punch in his face. It connected with a wet snapping sound, and she knew his nose was now horribly broken. A swift yet powerful palm strike to the back of his head resulted in his utter loss of consciousness, and his heavy drop to the ground. The warrior recovered her blade from the chest of her unfortunate foe, and began walking toward the door of the mansion. Now for the rescue of her halfling friend Rashid. And if she knew the rogue as well as she thought she did, he probably didn't need much help. Before exiting the courtyard to find the rogue, she turned and saluted her fallen foes with the cutlass she had held bare, and intoned with more than a little arrogance, You four have been tested, and I have found you wanting. I admit myself to be disappointed, but really, what did you expect? Matching skills with the great Finn Blade. The Great Finn Blade is no one to be trifled with, as this story has proven. Don't forget to click that follow button, don't forget to follow my pages, and don't forget to wish Brian a very serious congratulations for graduating high school. We'll see you next time on The Tall Guy with the Short Stories Podcast. <laughs>